Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And honestly, I am feeling just a little bit triggered. Just a bit. Why? Well, because it's nearly February and about a fifth of my neighbours still have their Christmas decorations up. (laughs) I get forgetting the odd tree bauble on your huge cactus in your front garden. I get that. That's a mistake. But I am talking full on flashing lights covering roofs over here. And my particular annoyance is a large moulded nativity scene complete with holy family, kings, shepherds and sheep. Please, come on. Time to pop that back in your garage now. Come on, it's Easter soon. Whilst I had one friend who packed away their Christmas tree the second the family left on Christmas Day evening, bit excessive, I am thinking six weeks on, come on, it's really time now. It seems the concept of Twelfth Night isn't generally accepted here and my neighbours definitely weren't shoving tinsel into cardboard boxes on the evening of January the 6th, screeching, quick, before midnight, it's bad luck. I promise I'm usually quite a rational person. Although most people I spoke to in my not very extensive research did comment, the lights are still up. That's just weird. So maybe my neighbours just really really love Christmas or they're really, really lazy. It's going to be one of the two. This week also brought some new entries in the bonkers things that my British family and friends have been asked about life in England. (laughs) Nearly three years on, it never fails to amaze me what people imagine life is like in the good old UK. Now, this week, questions from inquisitive school children. The teenage daughter of some friends of ours who moved here last year from Bristol shared two questions that she'd been asked by kids in her grade nine high school class. That's all 15, 16 year olds. Firstly, they asked her, do you have radios in England? Radio what? She'd replied. And then they'd asked, do you do you have dogs in England? It's a genuine question. Oh, no, she told them. They're illegal in England. (laughs) There's going to be a whole bunch of kids who might go on holiday to England in about six years' time and go, quick, call the police. I've just seen a Yorkshire Terrier. But these stories then prompted my 10-year-old to reveal that she had recently been asked in her class (laughs) if they still had public executions in England. Oh, yes, we do, she'd said with a wistful look in her eye. I do miss them. We do start them young with a dark humour in Britain, don't we? Now, after I talked to you last week about this ever-widening division between the left and the right politically in the United States, and of course, not just the States, so many other countries over the world are going through this right now. I talked, if you remember, about the trucks which drive around Phoenix emblazoned with flags supporting ex-president Donald Trump. And it's really occurred to me how much more of a flag-waving country in general the United States is. I'd say one in ten houses near where I live in North Phoenix fly the American flag in their front yard, many of them choosing to construct huge flagpoles, whether straight out of the ground or protruding from the side of the house. The further north you go out of the city, the more common those flags become for sure and the nearer towards downtown, the more sparse. It's fair to say, overall, Americans are very patriotic. Now, 
Arizona is traditionally a Republican state, of course, and I don't know from experience how rare or not flag flying is in the blue states, Washington, California, New York, once you're out of those major cities. It does seem, though, that flags, not just in the states, but pretty much everywhere, are the preferred emblem of the right. That's not to say every single person who chooses to fly the American flag in their yard is a dyed-in-the-wall Republican. In fact, lots of Democrats and independents do as well. Now, a quick check of a survey done by an independent political think tank showed that actually most people who fly flags tend to be older, over 65. They tend to be whiter. About two thirds of white Americans that they interviewed said that they flew flags, while about four in 10 African-Americans said the same. Nearly three quarters of the Republicans they surveyed said they did display an American flag, either at home, in their garden, in their house, at work or even in their car. This compares with just over half of all Democrats. The bottom line is Americans love to fly a flag. I mean, much more than, say, Britons or Australians do that I've noticed. But there are plenty of variations of the star-spangled banner which definitely do aim to make more of a political statement. One of the most common is the blue star-spangled banner or the thin blue line flag as it's known. It's kind of a copy of the traditional red, white and blue American flag, the stars and the stripes, but the entire flag is different shades of blue. Now, supporters say that it's flown as a symbol of police support and solidarity. Critics say it's a symbol of white supremacy. You can see slightly different versions around too, one of which has a single green line running through it, another a single red line or sometimes both, which are meant to symbolise support for federal agents such as Border Patrol, Park Rangers, that's the green one, and firefighters and other first responders are honoured by the red stripe. There is a lot of variations going on. You do see these flags, these sort of specialist flags, a little less often outside houses, although they're not uncommon. But check out the car in front of you as you drive through Scottsdale and downtown Phoenix and you will see a whole bunch of them because if you think Americans love a flag, oh, they really love a bumper sticker. (laughs) And a bumper sticker that reveals their identity or their political or value system. There's just loads of those. On the drive home today from school, I spotted more than 50 American flag bumper stickers in just about 20 minutes and a number of blue, green and red line flags as well. Not as many of those at all, but still a few. There were a lot of proud veteran, proud wife of a United States veteran, proud mom of a United States veteran. My son is a Marine. My son proudly serves in the US Army. There are so many stickers like this, lots of military affiliation stickers and many, many, many stickers right now in Phoenix that say, let's go, Brandon. And if you don't know what that means, I won't go into details of how that phrase originated because You might have kids listening, but safe to say it's for people who are not fans of Joe Biden. It's telling Biden to go and do something specific. I had a geography teacher once called Miss Class who'd always say, naff off. And yeah, we're going along those lines, but look it up. Now, talking of stickers of Joe Biden, virtually every petrol station in Arizona right now has stickers of Joe Biden right on the pump. It is an image of Joe pointing, usually positioned so he's pointing right at the price of the gas or the petrol. And it says, I did this. They are 
everywhere. In fact, I looked up on Amazon bumper stickers and the first three stickers that came up were Joe Biden saying, I did this, let's go Brandon and the American flag. I think that tells you everything about what's selling out for bumper stickers right now. Now, I'm not sure quite how Joe Biden single-handedly managed to decrease global oil production and influence the decision makers in OPEC to raise petrol prices around the world. But, you know, when did critical thinking ever really influence political point scoring, eh? (laughs) From either direction. There are a few non-political, non-patriotic, non-military or veteran referencing bumper stickers around too, but there's certainly fewer and far between. My favourite that I saw this week was on the back of a really nice looking convertible Mustang driven by an older man and it read, Get out of my way, I gotta pee. What a sweet talker. All I could think was, mate, I can't help but notice... This phrase is on your back bumper. Anyone who's going to read it is behind you, ergo, already out of your way. But, you know, I didn't stop him to have this discussion. I thought it best just to let him go on his merry way. Now, look, before I leave you, I need you, please, to do something for me. I need you just for a moment to cross your fingers, say a little prayer, whatever your ritual may be. And just wish me some luck, please, because something amazing might be happening tomorrow. Something I've been waiting for for a long time. But I won't know if it's happening until it's happening. And I can't tell you what it is yet because, well, the kids don't even know. So send me a nod and a wink, please. Keep an eye on Twitter at Walker Sam or Instagram at Sam Walker Radio or head to facebook.com slash see you in the desert and all will oh, hopefully be revealed. I'll see you in the desert. Mm-hmm.